Well, welcome to The Journey. My name is Kevin Polkey, and I am the host of The Journey. And The Journey, as some of you uh, may have come to realize, and for some of the new listeners, this is uh, a show that focuses on uh, change, focuses on uh, the story and the journey of transformation that happens when there's setbacks, happens when there's some type of event or they are something that we're being called into, but we have to step out of our comfort zone and move into um, that new space. And um, sometimes I have the opportunity to have guests on here, and those individuals are able to share um, their story of, of change and transformation that they've experienced in their life. And other times, it may just be a, a reflection on something that I'm pondering or thinking about. Right now, it is April of 2022, and the United States and the world has, for the past two years, have been under this uh, presence of, at least in my lifetime, the, uh, the only time I've ever experienced um, a pandemic. Uh, and as I looked up what that definition of pandemic was over this last two years, um, a pandemic is something that, uh, Kevin's version of it, is something that impacts um, throughout the world, um, something that there is uh, in, in numerous countries uh, across the world, they're affected by the same, uh, having the same uh, setback or experience. I remember in in March and April of uh, 20, when we were getting the information on what was this thing called the coronavirus and what uh, were we supposed to do to be safe and what things were happening at, at national and state and local governments um, to help us to be safe. As the, uh, the numbers were increasing for people being sick, um, and and then unfortunately uh, some individuals dying from that uh, that fear of what could happen uh, led to us uh, when being threatened like that led led to us uh, projecting that life as we know it um, would not be the same. I think that element of of being hearing some information, the the fear of the threat of something coming in and having uh, and having an impact on us that one could impact our health, two uh, could impact our life, impact us financially, impact us socially. Um, I think us um, that same idea of not knowing, the idea of of not knowing and feeling like there was any certainty. Anytime that we are in our familiar, we have this sense that we can have a better idea of what a given outcome would be. But when we throw in these new variables and these variables lead to somehow upsetting um, our familiar, then we don't know what necessarily what the outcome is going to be. 
And I think a tendency with this idea of, of being threatened by not knowing what the outcome is going to be either now or in the future, um, when we feel that threatened, it kicks in our human response or animal response of fight or flight. Again, typically, as you've heard me say before, this idea of what is it that's actually threatening me, so then what can I run from or what can I actually fight to help myself and my family or the people around me stay safe? Similar to, in this particular case, the coronavirus, you couldn't see it. So we would go through steps and measures of how we were attempting to be safe uh, during this time period. As we have now experienced two years of that, we know that some things uh, probably were as a perception of safety, other things maybe actually helped us be safe. And unfortunately, regardless, some individuals still did get infected and still had long-term and some fatal results of that. Some businesses during this time period were not able to succeed or be able to remain um, afloat either. I remember that weekend um, of first getting the news and being um, concerned and scared about what was I going to be able to do, not only for my employees, but then also for all the clients and families that we provide counseling services for. I've gathered together my team, my leadership team, and we um, we made a quick turnaround um, in a very quick time period of moving everything remotely. We were able to do this in a very, very short time period, going from 100% in-person to 100% later the term virtual came in play. It seemed like every week I was getting some new every day, getting some information about something, some mandate, something changing, some unknown. Um, I felt like I was running around with this idea of when is the next thing going to happen? I, I, I remember back to that story when we were growing up of Chicken Little running around thinking and telling everyone that the sky is falling. At some point in there, I remember recognizing with another morning waking up with my adrenaline rushing that, Kevin, you can't continue doing this. You can't continue responding in this way of, of another bad news or how this is going to be worse. So I reflected back on some of the readings and some of the teachings and some other individuals who learned, who, who took the opportunity in the midst of chaos and crisis, and they actually um, thrived during that time period. So I, I went back and re-read re uh, Ryan Holiday's book, The Obstacle is the Way. I went back and re-watched re Admiral Stockdale as he uh, was being interviewed by Jim Collins in Good to Great and the Stockdale Paradox. I, I reflected back on leaders who made tough decisions during tough times during the Great Depression and World War II and the Spanish flu during the World War I era. What did they do? How did they 
in the midst of chaos, in the midst of obstacles, how did they find the opportunity to recreate themselves to be successful? It seemed like just asking that question in itself seemed to be beneficial for me. Nothing really was changing except that by asking that question, what opportunity in the midst of this obstacle is going to present itself was then the question that I focused on for myself, but also then started posing to my team, to my counselors, to my clients. There seems to be this tendency that when the unknown of the future is presenting itself in the midst of being threatened, our tendency is to go to the scenario of perceiving it's half empty. That somehow because of me not knowing or thinking I knowing or the the arrogance of thinking before this happened, I did know what was going to happen, that somehow now, because of the unknowns, it has to be uh, a dire outcome. I do believe it's the threat of not knowing the future or thinking that I had more control prior. But it only makes sense to me that if it's possible that it could be half empty, this unknown future, then wouldn't it also mean the possibility of being half full? Is it possible that if things in the future could be, um, if I'm going to uh, predict, if I'm going to somehow uh, look in and project what the future is going to be, I don't know what tomorrow or sometime in the future is going to uphold. So why would I automatically jump to half empty when I equally have the opportunity to jump to half full or not frame it either way and just recognizing that I have just today as, as Stockdale talked about, Admiral Stockdale talked about in his Stockdale Paradox is recognizing with unwavering faith that he is going to prevail, but he has some brutal, the, the brutal facts of what a situation is currently. So I throw out to you, if you find yourself either from a national or international or just in your own local house, in your own scenario, if not knowing what the future may hold for you, with the option, as you start forecasting or projecting into the future, that you equally have an opportunity to cast it half full as you do half empty. Or you can recognize and identify what things do you do have control over and then work those things. As always, I appreciate you being here. Um, I encourage you to take the opportunity to reflect and meditate on some of the things that were shared. Um, and as they bring up things for you, um, I would love to hear any type of comment and um, for you to be able to share this episode with someone that may need it. As always, uh, thank you for being here and I look forward to being with you next week. <laughs>